0: A very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's World Environment Day today, and this is celebrated annually on the 5th of June. So today on Hashtag Hong Kong, we are joined by Dr. William Yu, Chief Executive Officer of the World Green Organization, to talk about environmental issues. As climate change worsens, dangerous weather events are becoming more frequent and severe. To begin with, a low-carbon lifestyle is about reducing our personal carbon footprint that is the amount of greenhouse gases resulting from our energy consumption at home and at work, the transportation that we use, as well as the ways we dispose of. Human activities have warmed the world by about 1 degree Celsius since pre-industrial times. 2019 and 2020 were two hottest years on record in Hong Kong. The number of hot nights is increasing while the number of cold days is decreasing. In 2021, both the number of very hot days and the number of hot nights in Hong Kong broke records. With the increasing impact of climate change, people have started to realize how threatening it can be in the mid-term and long-term, so measures must be taken now before it's too late. Given the projected global population in 2050, if the world is to prevent temperature rise beyond 2 degrees Celsius, it implies per capita emissions should average around 2 tons of CO2. In 2020, CO2 emissions for Hong Kong were 4.3 tonnes of CO2 per capita. Our 2030 target could reduce it further to about 3.3 to 3.8 tonnes. Compared to the global target, there will still be a way for Hong Kong to reach 2 tonnes per capita further into the future. According to the world-leading climate change authority, the IPCC, its new reports start to look at the behavioral changes apart from scientific findings. Scaled behavioral and cultural changes can bring out 40 to 70% of emissions compared with recent trends. Beef consumption, air travel and energy use in buildings are all areas where the combined decisions of many people can have a substantial impact on climate change. The city is filled with high skyscrapers, accounting for 90% of electricity consumption or equivalent to 60% of total carbon emissions. Most of the daily energy consumptions occur in these skyscrapers. Reducing overall electricity consumption of buildings through promoting green buildings and improving buildings' energy efficiency has become critical. The second largest rate of emissions is from transport. Under a program announced by the government, there will be no new registration of fuel-profiled private cars, including hybrid vehicles, by 2035 or earlier. All new cars in Hong Kong could be electric by as early as 2030. In the first quarter of this year, one out of every two new cars purchased was an electrical vehicle. To lower the carbon mileage in mass transportation is essential. To accelerate the electrification of public transport and commercial vehicles, including buses, public light buses, taxi and goods vehicles, is critical. The World Green Organization organized Green Walk Hong Kong to promote more walking to reduce the overall carbon footprint. For example, to avoid using transport for shorter distance. More importantly, the setting up of cycling lanes and areas coupled with the safety design of the roads will facilitate the shift to walking and cycling. It's not unusual to cycle while wearing formal clothing in the West. A cultural change is needed here. The dress code of a formal suit in official company meetings can change, which could highly reduce the use of air conditioning in office buildings. Waste is another source of carbon emissions in Hong Kong. Reducing the waste amount, especially food waste, will help slow the increase in methane gas from landfills. Methane is one of the greenhouse gases which has a larger warming effect than carbon dioxide. The government will also further promote waste reduction and recycling and expect to implement waste charging in 2023 and to regulate disposable plastic tableware in phases from 2025 onwards. Lifestyle changes and use of consumer rights to say no to overpackaging and disposable plastic cutlery will change the business ecosystem. The initiative is to embark on the interim decarbonization targets, that is, to decrease carbon emissions by 50% before 2035, compared to the 2005 level. We need to employ crucial decarbonization strategies focusing on green transport, energy saving and green buildings, waste reduction and net-zero electricity generation. This would help the city to achieve its carbon neutrality goal before 2050. In my opinion, promoting climate education, constructing a carbon-neutral environment, reducing material consumption increasing usage of renewable energy and zero usage of coal are some of the effective preventive measures. To sum up, we should work together as a society to mitigate climate change for a healthy planet. Together, we fight climate change. And now I have a song I would like to dedicate to Ivy and Essie and all of you listening. My song is For the Beauty of the Earth sung by the Cambridge Singers.